This is COVID-19 Seattle. I'm Dave Ross. This is the first week where Americans are left without a boost from federal unemployment benefits. There is some hope this morning that a new coronavirus relief bill will come to a vote next week. Here's Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer. There are lots of things that we're still divided on, and we're not close to an agreement yet, but we are making progress, and I'm hopeful that we can get to an agreement. There are significant divisions that remain. Some of those divisions include the expired $600 weekly unemployment benefit. Democrats want to renew that, and Republicans want it reduced to $200 a week. President Trump seemed to disagree with his party on this in a recent interview. Do you think people on unemployment should continue to get the extra $600 each week? Yeah, I want to get them. I want to get them a lot. And I want to, it's not their fault. It's China's fault that this whole thing happened. There's also another sticking point, that being liability protections for employers. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has said that he will insist on some legal protection that would shield businesses, hospitals, and schools from coronavirus lawsuits. And this morning, he accused Democrats of refusing to budge on demands in their $3 trillion version of the aid package that would include money for schools and local governments as well. While Americans are struggling, the Democratic leaders have moved about one inch, one inch, in eight days. Here's what they have agreed on so far. They'll extend funding for the Paycheck Protection Program, which grants loans to small businesses. It appears there will be another $1,200 stimulus check. And they've compromised on continuing to protect people who live in federally subsidized public housing from being evicted, at least through the end of the year. Here's what the Senate Majority Leader had to say. He was sounding pretty flexible, actually. The American people, in the end, need help. And wherever this thing settles between the president of the United States and his team that have to sign it into law and the Democrat, not insignificant minority in the Senate and majority in the House, is something I'm prepared to support. The president has said that if the two parties can't agree, he'll come up with some kind of executive order all on his own. I mean, progress is being made, as you know, very well on the Hill. We'll see what happens. But I have the right, including the payroll tax suspension, uh, we may do some things. Uh, we want to take care of the eviction problem. People are being evicted very unfairly. It's not their fault. Confusion around vote by mail has affected much of the country, with President Trump even suggesting postponing November's presidential election because of the pandemic. Do I want to see a date change? No, but I don't want to see a crooked election. But meanwhile, here in Washington state, our own vote by mail system was business as usual yesterday. Our phone rang off the hook for a good solid probably three months from other states trying to figure out how they could best uh, convert their systems over to an absentee voting model that's expanded or to full vote by mail. That's Washington's current Secretary of State, Kim Wyman, who was on Seattle's Morning News earlier this week. Every time the president talks about fraud or says the election's going to be rigged, it does make people question those basic administrative processes that are built in to inspire confidence. And she says that having confidence is important here because an alternative to in-person polls is likely going to be necessary in many states. I think every state in the country is embracing the fact that many of their voters are going to have to vote at home. They are trying to figure out how to make that happen happen, and they're working hard to make that happen. 
Don't forget your mask if you're taking a trip on the Washington State ferry system. That's a reminder from spokesperson Ian Sterling. He says the vast majority of riders are wearing their legally required masks and that ferry employees are handing out masks to those who don't have them. Some island residents had complained that people weren't wearing masks on the boats. Their fear is that ferries could become a hot spot for virus transmission right before tourists disembark and travel around relatively isolated communities. Sterling says if there was any kind of confrontation related to masks on the ferries, they would have to call in law enforcement. Most people realize that you're out on a boat, you're stuck on that boat, and if you do something and cause a big disruption, you'll probably be met with a police car on the other end. But so far, they haven't seen anything close to that. One Washington State ferry worker died earlier this year due to COVID-19 complications, so Sterling says they want to do whatever they can to protect their workers. We spent the weekend on Vashon, by the way, and stayed in the car during the ferry trip. And from what I saw, most people were wearing masks. In fact, I saw some people in their cars and still wearing the masks. And uh, maybe that's the reason why I believe there has been only one case Uh, documented case of COVID on Vashon Island. It's one of the least affected areas. Also, after a tentative summer season, Argosy Cruises has announced that there will be no more public tours or private charters on their boats in 2020. Marine Operations Manager Nick Zilstra spoke to King 5 News. You know, normally in the waterfront in the summer, it's it's just a bustle of activity. There's you know, people walking up and down the, the, the sidewalks at all times. It's, it's loud, it's busy, it's congested. There's nobody down here. It's, it's almost a ghost town. Argosy says they had a 50-passenger limit for the pandemic, but have been struggling to hit even that. And the Victoria Clipper is suspending its service until at least April 2021. The border to Canada remains closed. But here's some good news to end on. The Space Needle has reopened. They'll be limiting the number of visitors, and you'll have to wear a mask. You also won't be able to buy your tickets with cash. We will be back tomorrow and every day after with a 10-minute rundown of the daily local news. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can also find our news coverage on MyNorthwest.com or listen live at 97.3 FM.